You know, it's it's not every day that we we get to meet parents that that do a good job with their kids. A lot of parents do a really bad job. This guy does an okay job with his kid, and we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about his life. It's good. It's all good stuff. You know. Thanks for listening to another episode of Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Once again, they let me back in the studio. Uh, this is an old memory. It reminds me of the days of Dollar Mattress Dave and LCD. But tonight, it's Adam Van Off and Sean Rife. You're listening to another episode of Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Now shut up and listen to this episode. I can lubricate this conversation all day long. Sometimes I don't even know what my real voice is, Sean, because I use so many funny voices. You have a lot of radio voices. I talk on the phone for a living. Oh, that's true. All day. So make I'm a make a sale for me. Well, hi there. Is this uh, is this Mr. Dollar Mattress Dave? This is him. Well, hi. This is Lawrence calling you from whatever company I want to be from. And I see here by my list that you've in the past you've shown interest in uh, in investing your money in things. I've, I've clicked on a few things. Yeah, yeah. You've you've hit a couple links. You've you've done some things. Some spyware got you, and you came to me. So listen, I'm going to call you right now. I'm going to keep talking because I want your money, and I have this product. It's a great product. You see this? You see this? Yeah, you can't I see it. it. You see it right in front cutter. of you. Cutter. I like it. This is a cutter. Uh, this is a lamp. It's a candle. Some would call it a lamp. You know, in the olden times, candles literally were lamps. Times have changed, but Cutter has not. It is timeless. Timeless. I can sell anything. Yeah, that's true. I just get it. I wonder if you could sell that Cutter Mm -hmm. mosquito repellent to mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. You know like, come I mean? here, little skeeters. Yeah. Come and gather you know, around, like speak, one and all. Speaking their language. You know? yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're all dead. Yeah. I would fucking hope so, because I hate skeeters. God damn yeah. it. Skeeters. Got a skeeter on my Peter. It's great to be back in the studio with you. Uh, it is. It's good. It's it's good to be back Sean. in the studio with you under different pretense. Mm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is that. It's a whole. It's a whole other pretense than our our, our standard accustomed to recording our voices into a box. Yeah, no, we're still recording our voices into a box. We're just doing it into a different box that's a little bit more palatable for most people. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be talking about terrible sexual positions. Yeah. As much as the terrible sexual positions that led to you having a children, that led child. to me having a, ha- having ha- a children, having a children, um, just a singular children. Yeah. So not not plural children. How old were you whenever you had your kid? Uh, thirty one, thirty two, somewhere around there. Thirty one, thirty two. He's he's eight, and I'm forty. So somewhere around there. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I. Uh, I I knocked up my ex. Uh-huh. It was intentional. Yeah. It was planned. It was premeditated. Were y'all married? No. No. So he's a heathenist. Yeah. He's a up. my son is a bastard. He is a child <laughs> born out of wedlock. He is a legitimate bastard. But he but but he's mine. I claim him. I gave him my name. At least I gave him my fake name. But yeah. it is now a real name because it is his name. So it, it put my last name of Von Arndt into the universe as being an actual last name. That's funny. He actually has that last yeah, name. His last name is Von Arndt. My last name is just Arndt, but I've been saying Von Arndt for 20 years. It sounds fucking cool. So whenever you did his 
birth certificate. Mm-hmm. So it's like legit legal. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his Christian his name. His full, I don't want to say Christian, but his full <laughs> legal name is King Atom, A-T-O-M. Von Arndt. Von Arndt. King Adam Von Arndt. Yeah, it's like a supervillain name right that there. That really right? is. That's it like is. an anti-hero name. Uh-huh. He's not going to be a villain villain. He's going to be a dick. Right. But he'll save some lives. Like the Punisher. Yeah. I may be like, listen, son, your superpower, it's guns. Yeah, it's guns. We're Republicans and a, now. And a good aim. <laughs> Go sh- go shoot some libtards. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Sorry so, derailed. Let's see, you were thirty <laughs> thirty three years old. Thirty one. Thirty one, thirty two? Somewhere I think I was thirty one. Yeah, thirty one. Right, thirty six years old. Yeah, you had somewhere a kid. there. Uh huh. I'm, I'm eighty now. Uh, and you're eighty now. He's nine. He's nine. Um <laughs> his name is King Adam Von Arndt. Yeah. I wanted an amazing name. I wanted to name him Batman. Bocephus Von Arndt. That would have been pretty cool. That would be. I mean, that's, that's a whole. A that's a whole Hank Williams tribute right there. Right, and Batman. Yeah, and Batman. And actually, that's what what me and my ex told the grandparents for months is that we were going to name him Batman Bocephus. I was going to name my son Punjabi after Punjabi from Little Annie. Yeah, because he was the hero of the movie. Little Annie. Yeah, Little Annie had a hero. Had a had a guy that uh-huh. they're, they're like they're um he was the helper dude. So why was the why was it called why wasn't it called Little Punjabi? I don't think because nobody wanted to go see a movie about the the Uh, the the, plight of a Punjabi. Yeah, the Punjabi guy. So you're did you did you ever bring that up in conversation? I did. Yeah, no, I was like legit, like wanted to name him that, and it was just not going to happen. It's a a dumb name. Well, I thought it was a great name. There's no Batman. No, it's not Batman. But the guy's still a hero. He's still a hero. He's not. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, not all heroes wear capes. Some of them are like weirdly, oddly. I don't know. I think he. I think he was a white guy that may have just been like tanned by uh, Hollywood for the movie scene or he was an a, an actual person from like India wait, I don't what know what movie Little Annie yeah Little like Annie like Little Orphan Annie yeah Little Orphan Annie there was a Punjabi yeah there was character? Daddy Warbucks uh-huh. and Daddy Warbucks is like helper dude oh, was Punjabi Punjabi what? and he comes and saves the day like flies a plane or I don't even know I don't know, flies right, a plane right. but anyways he's a unsung hero, hero he's an unsung hero Annie. of yeah. Little Orphan Annie it's, and it's I, a hard knock life and honestly <laughs> This could all be wrong. I don't know, but I'm just going to stick with it being right. <laughs> I appreciate that, Sean. Just stick yeah. with whatever bullshit you're spouting. Yeah, no. Completely. That's why I'm a salesman because that's what I do. Oh, hold on, wait. Did there it? There we go. We're all good. It doesn't matter. I turn. I, I use the noise gate control, so now like, it's like dead silence. Oh, that's real good. Yeah, there's no. Except for that part where I was doing it. Well, they had the shh. It was yeah. just you. That was you. Yeah. yeah I so it. listeners, don't worry. That was just me doing the shh. It's not like a steady background. And the first four to five minutes of this show is probably fucked with a weird, weird noise. I'm just kidding. It, you won't be able to tell. That was me doing the shh that time. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome to parents. We need to shut up. We need to do this more often, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel I can, right at home sitting across from me with the microphone in my it, mouth. It is. It's a little fuzzy. I want to put my mouth I'm on put it. a ball gag. <laughs> At that special snowball I microphone. Got, got, Here's the interview with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the gag. You got um, the gift of gag. So what happened? You had a kid. You're had not with the lady. She's your ex now. So but wait, the lady. hold on. Let's just stay in order here. Sure. Let's start at one years old. One years old. And then we'll go to five. And then wait. So I'm just fucking with you. You know how much fucking weed I smoke, dude? Yeah, like I'm I supposed to remember that shit. I know. I, I feel the same way. Except I was. 
Well, I wasn't smoking weed at the time whenever my kids were little. Mm-hmm. I was just drinking a lot of alcohol when my mm-hmm. kids were little. Yeah, yeah. So I talk about really forgetting about shit. I'd imagine so. I had no idea. I lived in New Braunfels for almost a year. No memory. I got to ask you a question, Sean. Is this show about you or about me? No, no, no. But but no, that, that's just where I was at, <laughs> you fucking stoner. Um, so, so so listen, here's the... Here, I, I got this. You got the X. I, I got this. May, I knocked her up, right? You knocked her up. Did y'all stay together for very long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we we had been together for two or three years before the impregnation. Okay, so there was like, there was Christian love there. Would you quit, would you quit referring <laughs> to any of this as Christian? Well, I'm trying to be a Christian show. Are you? <laughs> Hail Satan. I'm trying to, trying to, there's a certain, I'm trying to get the the Joel Olsen Yeah, yeah, just, just push hashtag praise Jesus and all I, this. I, I do. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I fucking love you, dude. I put like all sorts of stuff. You're a t- goddamn so maniac. So, you know, try to get the algorithms. Algorithms. Get the algorithms on your side. Algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag Jesus. Jesus. Hashtag 666. Jesus. All that. Cover all, both whatever. bases. Yeah. yeah, cover all the fucking bases. I mean, yeah, I don't care. Angel of Demons, you're going to have kids. You like know? that movie with uh, Tom Hanks. Which one? Angels and Demons. Oh, I never watched it. I didn't either. I don't watch yeah. that shit. I might have just made that up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, second stage, you knocked her up. Knocked her up. It was it was it was, you know, I've always wanted a kid and and one of the reason that I've always wanted a kid is because my dad, my my old man, Scott, mm-hmm. old man Scott, he always told me that like his favorite job was being a dad. Mm-hmm. And 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 he did, you know. He raised me and my brother. My brother is my half brother. Wasn't his real kid, but my dad raised him like he was his own. Yeah. My brother's a total asshole piece of shit, but it wasn't for lack of trying for my parents. Yeah. Um, ten years ago or so, my dad adopted five more kids or four more kids. Oh, he's a maniac. He's a maniac. He's still a fucking dad. I'm like, dude, you have teenagers right now, and you're like sixty something, man. You're nuts. Like he really does like being a dad. Apparently, that, so. did that rub off on you? Because I can't tell. No, my dad never rubbed off on me. Okay. I have had a pretty solid life of not being molested. Self- selfishness. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going the other way around. <laughs> uh, no, I was going with the jerking way. off on me joke. Yeah. No, I'm a lot like my dad. I'm a lot like my old yeah. man. That's a little darker and better looking. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, and then I, I wanted a kid, and then my ex married. He's like, yeah, let's have a baby. I'm, I'm down go. for that. Let's take it to the next step. Yeah. And so we did, and uh, okay, so one year in, right? Yeah. Pretty soon after our son was born, uh, my ex got depressed. Uh-huh. You know, like she the, had the pre- Postpartum. Postpartum. Postmortem, after she was dead. No, yeah. postpartum depression. And so that's the thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. Serious oh, yeah. thing. And it's a chemical thing. Yeah. You know? It's and all it's, in your head, but it's not fake. Right, right. Well, let's just say that that progressively got worse. Uh So uh, to fast forward to the five-year point, um, at some point, I I mean, I remember the the exact moment when it happened, you know, but uh, my ex, uh, she kind of spaced out, you know, she kind of, she kind of went off the deep end. I, I, one day we were sitting there and we had been smoking weed and our son was like, "Eh, no, I guess he was like three, three or four at the time, two or three. And um, we were getting high, and she was just like staring at the wall, just like staring. I'm talking yeah. to her, and she's not answering. Now, like I understand, like I loved her with all of my heart. Yeah, like, this was my person. This was my favorite person in the world. Yeah, probably going to marry her at some. Yeah, point. Like, yeah, whatever. It didn't matter. It, you're married, right? It common law shit. Yeah. But like out of that was my person. She cracked me up more than anybody. We were yeah. we were a team. We were a partnership. And then uh, you know, one day I'm trying to talk to her, and she's like literally took her like two minutes to respond like she's just stare like so zoned the fuck out it's like i'm not even there she's somewhere else i'm like what the fuck is going on and so this continued for a while and 
was worse and weird and she'd be angry at me all the time and she was never angry at me before like yeah, yeah, yeah. we had our spats but there was never like fighting or name calling and and all that shit started happening yeah, just all of a sudden it just started getting worse all of a sudden it's like worse. all of a sudden this person i loved and knew and cared for turned to somebody else you know and uh then she's like i gotta tell you i i, I haven't i haven't told you but um i'm a fairy princess and the fairies talk to me in my head and tell me that and okay. Like, okay. Okay. So this. So is, that was like the serious conversation. Yeah. 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 I'm like, so this is our life now. Okay. And she didn't want to tell anybody about it. You know, not her family, not yeah. anybody. Just she kept it to herself, and like became a total hermit, and like locked away, and was like just bugging out and sitting there staring at the walls and shit forever. And then uh, finally, I convinced her to tell her family. And then, like the minute after she told her family, her parents. Mm-hmm she like turned on me like it wasn't just like the little spats before it was like no like i was a piece of shit yeah my fault and i was like what the fuck like whoa what the fuck yeah totally all caught me off guard you know like i was trying to be there for you because she's got fairies in her brain right yeah so that didn't work um now needless to say i stayed with her for two years three years after that because I was trying to keep my family together. Yeah. You know, I had my young son, King, and, and I had my, my ex, my That's a handful. Oh, brother, you don't even fucking know the half Yeah, because there's all sorts of concerns that you just, you got to just be concerned about. Man, it's like, I can look back at it and smile now. Yeah. But my life literally turned into like one of those movies where it's like all of a sudden this person you know person you know best is somebody else it was yeah. like fucking invasion of the body yeah. snack no i mean shit. on a really on a much smaller scale than that because i never had a kid with this lady but uh-huh. i dated a lady that and she ended up becoming manic or mm-hmm. just like she she had issues but she had a manic like attack or whatever and an episode and uh i mean i just had to drive i drove her to shoal creek and you're like i'm and out i'm like no well it wasn't like i'm out i'm like i can't help you Right. There's nothing that I can do for you. I support you, but these people can give you help. Right. So, you know, whenever, I'll be here whenever you're out. Don't worry. I'll be here to pick you up. And yeah. it didn't last very long longer after that because I, I didn't have it in me. Well, you and, didn't have a kid with her, too. I didn't have a kid too. with yeah, her, yeah, either. Yeah. I, had, I had a... There Thank was God. A, there was a chain connecting us. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, there were times we dropped her off at the fucking mental hospital and shit. Yeah. And, you know, when that happened, immediately she fucking blamed me. I'm like, dude, like, I'm just trying to help you. Yeah. Uh, there was a time she attacked me couple times like she hit me and shit and she'd like you know threaten to fucking she would say like i will uh you know make it look like you hit me and then have my brothers beat you up yeah and i will take your kid from you and all this shit and i'm like holy fuck dude like this is not the person that i was with yeah like you're somebody else right now you know what i mean yeah and uh so eventually it got to a point where like there was a brawl and she like hit me and i would never hit back because i'm like i don't hit bitches yeah. I'm a gentleman like You're that. You're a weenie. No, I just I would have hit her. Well, I just I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have hit her. I love bitches. I don't want to hit yeah. bitches. So, <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a feminist too, you know. So, uh she fucking slugged me a couple times and I shoved her and she tripped over something and fell yeah, down. Yeah, of course. And she called the cops. And I was like, "All right. Let's do this." Yeah. So the cops show up and I'm like, "Look, dude, she hit me a fucking bunch." Yeah. And I pushed her to defend myself and she fell down and then she called y'all. And they like looked at us, and I have like a black eye and shit. Yeah. And they looked at her. They're like, "Yeah, obviously you're the one who got assaulted." I'm like, "Yeah." And it's just I don't know, man. Like the thing about that shit is, I think back, like my kid was there when all this yeah. happened. Like 
I, he, I don't think he was in the room when there was the fucking shoving match and shit. But, like, I remember sitting at the cop car and my three-year-old son is standing by himself in the doorway at the house. And yeah. the cops have us in separate locations, right? Yeah. And I'm like, can I please get my son? And they're like, you need to stay here, sir. I'm like, my son is right there. He is a fucking toddler. Yeah. Can I please get my son just to make sure he's okay? Yeah, just, he needs something, you know, and it's, it's like a hug. Yeah. He just needs to be held. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, his whole life, because, like, right after he was born, you know, my ex was depressed and shit. So, yeah, I changed a lot of diapers. I was never the dad that didn't change diapers. Oh, yeah. I gave him the bath every night. I sang him to sleep. Yeah. I sang him songs all the fucking time. Like, I've always really been all about it with yeah. him, you know? And um, I'm glad for him because his mom's crazy. Yeah. And... You know, even now, like her and I get get along really, really well now. Yeah, but she's still out. Yeah, there. Yeah, no, I've I've met her, and I mean, she seems nice. I can definitely see how I've never had a conversation with her. Right. So I mean, she's. But apparently, she remembers me from high school. Well, you're very you're you're, which is crazy because I have no I I didn't even know you know but, you know her brother, but I know I'm yeah, but I'm friends with her brother. You know, I didn't even you know, know her mom. Si- I didn't know he had sisters. Right. I didn't know he had any siblings. Uh-huh. To be honest, I mean, she knows Nina too from back yeah. then, and Nina doesn't remember it all yeah. either. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just really weird. Maybe the voices you know? tell her that shit. I don't no, know. I, I'm, I'm sure that she does remember us. But like her voices have changed. It's not um, it's not fairy princesses anymore. It's aliens and yeah. this whole uh, end of the world uh, antichrist type thing that she's supposed to take over the world. Wow. And I'm like, you know, bitch, I've been the one saying I was going to take over the world since I was 12 years old. You're not going to beat her. You're not, you're, you may not beat her to it, though. But I mean, hey, you know what? Look, if it's her, then let it be her. What if she's I'm right? Still... Can you imagine that? Like, the whole time we're just like, oh, God damn it. We were wrong? You know what, though, Sean? Honestly, there was years, literal years, like even after we broke up, mm-hmm. where I was like trying to come to grips with all this yeah and when we broke up it wasn't me believing her she left me yeah i would have stayed in that hell of abuse and insanity i would have stayed in that forever to keep my fucking family together it was that important to me you know no matter how unhealthy it was for me or even in hindsight i don't know it was for my child you know no it was that's the other side of that yeah it's like i'm just i'm gonna stick with this because this is my family and i have this thing of wanting to have a family you know um but fuck, dude. But no, I spent a lot of time like, is she right? Like, I tried to give the benefit of the doubt. And I'd be like, I'd, I'd ask questions to see if the voices could answer it right. And then they weren't. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're wrong. But so so what it ends up being is she has been diagnosed as a schizophrenic, uh-huh. you know, and um, they gave her medication. She never wants to take it because it makes her feel like a zombie. I tried for yeah. years to try to to try to, to to cope with it, to try to reason with it. To try to try to edge her and influence her into getting help, yeah. But it none of it worked, yeah. You know, none of it's worked. Um, at this point, I think she is on meds and she yeah. is seeing a therapist, and that's all her own doing. Yeah, that's, that's all good. her own volition. Yeah, I, th- I always thought the problem with whenever you have situations like that with people where they do start taking meds, they start to feel better, and they're like, oh, "I feel better. I don't mm-hmm. need the meds." But you need the meds. That's just making you, you need feel the better. fucking meds. Your blood is poison, right? You know, and you need it to to make it not poison, right. so you're not fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, dude, that's what fucking scares me the most. You know, is yeah. schizophrenia is hereditary. Yeah. So 
I worry that King, when he's because because she was like thirty fucking two, thirty three, thirty four when this yeah. shit happened, and and then I you know I started doing research because again all this is like out of the fucking blue. I'm like, what in the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And so I started looking into it. And like schizophrenia sets in in women at a later age, twenties yeah. and thirties, you know, yeah. and uh, postpartum depression can help. It's a real thing. Can help lead up. to that kind yeah. of shit, you know. Yeah. So next thing you know, maybe have you tried having another baby with her? Maybe it'll balance her back out. No, I'm not. You, you know what I mean? I'm not going like, to do that. It's like the, the when you hit someone on the head and they get with a amnesia, hammer. And you yeah. hit them back on the head and they don't die. They remember all their memories. Dude, I can't even. I, I can't even. I don't even look at her as a sexual being anymore. I mean, I don't know if that's wrong. No, I know what you mean. It's I mean, whatever. Just, At this point, you're you are two people that are raising a kid together. Right, right. She's a coworker. She's a coworker. Yeah, and she's a and coworker that all needs we a can lot do of is assistance. Be respectful. And you know, she lives like three minutes yeah. from my house now. She lives a mile and a half away. My kid gets to see his mom all the time. Yeah, and, and that's good. And there was times, you know, after we we split and she moved out and shit, and I was raising King by myself. You know, and yeah. she'd see him once every couple of weeks, like. He wouldn't know when he was going to see his mom. Yeah. And, you know, every time he left her, he'd be so sad because he just didn't. There was no stability. There was no yeah, schedule. No telling. You know, kids need that shit. Yeah, right? absolutely. And so he just didn't know. And he was fucking sad all the time. It's, it's fucking horrible to see a little five-year-old who's just sad because he doesn't know when he's going to see his goddamn mom. Yeah. You know, she like left the state a couple times because yeah, the aliens it, fucking told her. Yeah. To. Did, didn't she? I think you told me a long time ago that <laughs> she like fly to New York. Yeah. On Halloween. All the way to the Gordia, baby. Get this shit, right? So she drops him off at daycare. Or uh-huh. I drop him off at daycare. And she's supposed to pick him up yeah. from daycare. No, she dropped him off. She was like, bye, I love you, blah, blah. And she leaves. And then I get a call from her sister, like later on in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. Like, did you know that she went to New York? I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, she's on a plane now to New York. Because the aliens told her she has to go there and meet up with some guy. Oh, nice. And I'm like, okay, so she's not going to pick my kid up from from daycare today then. Yeah. Right. So I had to go. It's a minor inconvenience for me to go pick my son up. Yeah, but the whole idea of it. It's a major inconvenience that I didn't know. If if I hadn't gotten that call, he would have been sitting there at the daycare after hours by himself until they called me. Yeah, well, they're 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 pretty good about calling people, so he wouldn't have been there too long. But But still, still, that's just wild. It's just fucking wild, dude. Yeah, and then you got to worry about like, what if the next time she goes, she just decides to take him with her? She was gone for a couple weeks, right? She was gone for like a week or something, and hanging out in New York. Dude, man, wouldn't it be a thing to be a fly on a wall in that situation just nah, to see like what happens? You I know? Don't know, I mean, it's like putting a thing on a GoPro on a cat or something. Yeah, but it, that cat used to be the person that yeah, I loved I guess the most different. in the world. Yeah. And and the thing is, this shit's been going on for like five, six years at this point. Yeah, with her, and it's still happening. Yeah, and I know she's not happy with it. I know it is torture for her. I yeah. know this is not the life she wants. Well, there's to that live. lucid person. I like to think that yeah. behind everything, there's that lucid person going, "What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why am I not in control of this?" Yeah, not you in know? control of your own mind. Yeah. Think about that, dude. Oh yeah, no man. I have a friend that has seizures, and I, I tell him that all the time. Like it's only it's all in your head. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. You know, but it's all fucking real. It's all fucking you know? real. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like. You know? 
to try to tell her like, hey, these voices aren't real. It's like trying to convince somebody the sky's not blue. Yeah. No, they, it's, it's very much real. Yeah. I mean, it, they hear in them. her mind, yeah. that is reality. There yeah. is no fucking difference between that. Like, we can't see it. We can't. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, what if she is picking up on shit that the rest of us don't? Yeah. But it's some really off the wall fucking shit. Yeah, it's shit pretty there. off the it's, wall. It's, I mean, if she is picking up on some crazy shit, they just let that the secret lie. Yeah. You know, I'm fine not knowing what it's really like on the yeah, other side. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I wish she was better, you know, and it's not that I want to get back with her or anything, but it's yeah, just, I no, wish well, she was better. For the, not, yeah. It's for, for herself, own, yeah. for my kid. And like, I asked my kid, like, what he thinks about all this crazy alien shit, his mom says. And he's like, well,. I don't know. He's like, you know, the cosmos is the universe is so big, so anything is really possible. Oh yeah, I'm sure there is aliens out there. Yeah. Just, who knows if they're like still flying around and visiting us. Right. You know. I think when he's older he'll realize more the um the severity of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't I don't know. I don't want him to live a life like that. I don't want her to live a life like that. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the that's the story with the ex there. Um, How's COVID been treating the that whole thing? In terms of what? Uh, just like I guess, Well, I guess I guess y'all are on a y'all are on a bubble schedule. Yeah, pretty much what we're all on. We're all just everybody. like little bubbles that we yeah. stay in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try not to commingle with each other's bubbles. Yeah, as much as possible. So yeah, um, dating with the kid is pretty difficult too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, it's easy to be a man slut. It's very easy for me. I'm a very handsome, charming, uh, gracious lady killer of an individual. No, no, that's true. Uh, well, You're a terrible person. Chicks dig me. Yeah. So it's not a problem for me to get laid, you know? But having like a relationship with somebody that, you know, is, th- is there any future in it when you have a kid? I don't know. It's I did, fucking tricky. I was it was weird whenever I was dating and I had I had Chameleon Zeke, but they, also I didn't have him full time like you do, right? You know, so there was plenty of times where like, yeah, we can come over to my place because no one's there, you know. But um, I also dated people that had kids too, because whenever I dated people that didn't have kids, mm-hmm. they were fun to date. But then you know they were like, well, I don't want to be around your kids. And right. I was fine with that. I was like, whatever, I get yeah. it. Well, I don't want to hang out though. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Eh, you got this kind of like you got to do that or it's like nothing for me but i don't know yeah it's just weird exactly it's It's just just weird weird. it's just weird and then there's been scenarios i've been in where like i got with somebody and they were all about wanting to be with my kid yeah and like came in like gangbusters and went above and beyond uh doing anything they could to get this kid to love them and then uh and then just decide they don't they don't love that kid anymore and want nothing to do with them and I'm yeah. like, well, holy fuck. Like, you realize there's a little kid that loves you that you don't want to see or talk to or talk about. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't mean anything to you, maybe, but there's this small person that's grown attached to you yeah. that you've decided that you don't want anything to do with anymore. Yeah. And that hurts my kid. So, fuck you yeah. for hurting my kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd say, fuck you to me, too, for putting my kid in that position. It's, it's not well, tricky, man. It's yeah. tricky. It is tricky. I mean, if he was like 15, I wouldn't give a shit because he's a teenager and teenagers are assholes. Well, and they do whatever they want. They anyways. do whatever they want anyways. You know, like, yeah, like now, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, my mom got married, remarried whenever I was 16, but I moved out like soon after that. Anyway, right. like, I was like, she told me I was like one night I was in the kitchen, 10 o'clock at night, making myself some fucking chips and salsa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Hey, Sean, I just want to let you know that I were Richard and I are going to get married. And I was like, Why do you sound like Ronald Reagan? And then. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that's cool. 
you know, but it was so weird, you know, it was weird for me at the time, but it wasn't like weird in a, like a weird emotional way. Right. I didn't care. I was pretty indifferent to it. And then I was moving out. I knew that I was on my way out. Anyways. Right. I mean, by the time you're that age and stuff, yeah. you know, and I it's, moved, yeah, it's like 16 and a half. I, I mean, for the, out. for the one, the one instance that I'm kind of referring to here, it's like my kid didn't have a real mother. Yeah. No. And all of a influence. sudden that was, and all of a sudden there was, Yeah, and, and somebody it, treated him nicer than his mom ever really was able to, was capable of. Yeah. And then that person decides they don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck man, you know, it's heartbreaking to me, but it breaks my heart more how much it breaks my kid's heart. Yeah. You know, and that sucks. And yeah, that that's sucks. Um, so that's, you know, and, and for me, it's like, I, I want the whole family thing. Yeah. And that's what I'm just coming to grips with. Like, look, dude, you're better off just being a man slut and, bang all the pretty girls you know yeah. because they're not going to be your son's mom now i will say this once i started dating and somebody came into my kid's life his mom really decided to take more of a step of being a mom i yeah that's you know and i think that's like average behavior yeah yeah they're like you know? holy shit some other broad's gonna be raising my kid like i gotta step up my game which is good and yeah, again, she's whatever. still crazy but yeah. she's been doing her best for the past couple years yeah and he sees her all the time now his mom yeah. and so and he's, what's, he's what's, got a mom yeah what's also crazy about that because i'm sure there's people that are like how could you let your kid be around her right she's insane but it's like man legally like there's not a lot you can do until there's like real instances of trauma right. or or actual neglect and right. that is such a fucker to fucking prove right and i mean if you just know and trust someone and you know like that if you take the bullshit spite out of the situation yeah, right, right, and right. just go with like listen we don't get along or i we can't be together because of certain reasons but i know that you love your child and as much as i do and you don't want to hurt them and i'm not worried about that right. being a thing well then you know all right you can talk about aliens exactly with, you know right i'm with, right down the road if there's a fucking incident if there's a fucking incident yeah. i'm i'm three minutes away yeah. and that's the thing like i've i've had that for a long time people saying well how i don't know if i should trust you should yeah. trust him around her and i'm like dude like the only reason this girl hasn't killed herself is because of her son yeah like i know that if she didn't have her son in her life she wouldn't want to deal with this craziness that she has to deal with every day. Yeah. She loves that kid. She loves that kid more than she loves herself. Yeah. And I have never had him come back from staying with her sad, upset, like, you know. Yeah. There's never been an instant where there was she did ever anything to harm him, you know. Yeah. So, you know, people want to have their opinions and yeah, whatever. my my whole like 20, 26 people listen to this show, so yeah, it's all good. Fuck all of them. Yeah. My opinion has always been opinions. don't tell me how to raise my goddamn child. That's pretty much my opinion for anybody. You know, yeah. Even just my mom telling me something. I'm like, I, I say that even when they just tell me to do anything. Right. I don't yeah. care. Like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, don't tell me how to raise my goddamn child. Right. It's a solid. Like, We're going to leave this guy alone. It's a solid answer yeah. to all of life's yeah. problems. Yeah. It's like, sir, put your hands in the air. Don't tell me how to raise my goddamn child. <laughs> the cops just put their guns up and leave. Right. They're like, okay. Yeah. Never mind. These He's <laughs> fucking nuts. We need to leave this guy. Let's yeah. Somebody call the ambulance. Don't they just shoot crazy people now? Is that what cops do? Yeah. No. That's that's what you know. And that's something that I do think about with Mary. I was like, I hope to God that she doesn't ever have like one of those insane episodes. Right. And then she also gets the cop that's having a bad fucking day. Right. You with, know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, well, I'm not putting up with this shit. You know. That's crazy. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens all the fucking time. Yeah. No, it's a whole thing. There's a great documentary about it. 
forget what it's called, but it's really good. It's good. It's out there. Yeah, Check it's, it out. It's about. It's called Crisis Cops, something, something, or whatever. But they're that's what they do. Yeah, they're I'm mental health. I'm not mental health cops. Oh well, that's good. We need no, more of those. It's awesome. Yeah, they go around and deescalate. You watch them deescalate a whole situation when this lady was going to jump off a bridge. They're out of San Antonio. Really? Yeah, these cops are my fucking heroes. They make me want to be a cop. But then I see the other stuff cops do, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do all that. Right. To 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 get to that position, I just <laughs> I don't want to do all the grunt work. No, like, I don't want to do traffic stops. I'm sorry, that shit is dangerous. Yeah, right. You're right. gonna get hit by a car. You're gonna get fucking shot. Right. You know, or you're gonna fucking freak the fuck out and shoot someone, and you shouldn't have. Yeah, and you shouldn't have. And then you're always gonna hate way. your life because you're the asshole that pulls people over. Yeah. For a fucking yeah. taillight. Yeah. Exactly. You I got. Know. Yeah. I mean, listen. If somebody's going 90 and a 30, pull that motherfucker over. I get it. Yeah. Pull him over. You deserve a ticket. Right. But if like, somebody's being reckless on the road, but not just like, oh, you got a light out, let me yeah. give you a ticket. Oh, you don't have your seatbelt on, let me give you a ticket. Yeah. it's We don't need to be policed that much. I don't know. Seatbelts are important. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because if you don't have your seatbelt, it means I probably got to pay for your ass whenever you don't die. Why would you have to pay for me? Because you get like a head injury, and then they keep you alive. We're not a and socialist country. You're not paying for my health care. Oh, we're very much a socialist country, right. and I am very much paying for your health care. I don't think so liberal. Yeah. Well, no, because they, they because you're not going to get covered under insurance, so they'll put you on like Medicare or Medicaid, uh, and then we pay for it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. We're not a socialist me- country, but we still pay for people's health care. Uh, my damn grandparents' health care. Yeah, right. Fuckers. I probably, know. They're probably conservatives. They are. They're extremely conservative, but I pay for their health care. Yeah. Just so they know. I'm very conservative too, Christians that are listening to this. Yes. Very Christian and conservative. This is the most conservative uh, Christian talk show out there. Yeah. Podcast talk show. It certainly is. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. Live. From San Marcos, Texas. Side studio recordings. Side studio recordings at the Ducker Snapper household. There you go. Damn um, it, man. You know this, you know what? Yeah. I just want to do the funny voices now. I know. I know. Coming to you live coming to you live you gotta do it and we're back i do the nasally one now coming to you live from wkkkb oh that's good you know oh that's good i like doing the deep one yeah i'll go deeper with it just take it down a couple octaves remember oh what was the guy the i remember listening to a bark off Mm -hmm. that was pretty amazing it was it was the motel six guy the oh, light's always on at Motel 6. Oh, yeah. I yeah. can't think, but he has like a rich, wonderful voice Rich, for that. rich baritone. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, but it's like, it's not. It's like a, it's it's higher than, it's not Wait, low. what's a baritone? Baritone's deep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's like, he's like alto. He's like right in the ah, middle. Yeah, but he yeah. was going up against a, a, a world-renowned car salesman, but the guy like owned a dealership or some shit. Right, you know? right, right. But he was, that's like, yeah, I got my, my original was, you know, I was a baka on the side of the street. You know, like he was right, from like yeah, fucking yeah. New York or some so, Detroit or something, you know. And, but man, they went back and forth mm-hmm. on just like selling different things. It was on an NPR one day, and it was fucking great. Sure, it was amazing. I would love to hear a, a, a argue a, a bark battle. It, it was who could bark do, off. who could sell the best, and like they did, man. They did it like spec. It was the same items like borax, right? But you they know just what I making mean? Making shit up as they're going. Well, no, yeah, yeah, for like a certain brand. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna try to sell. We're gonna pitch borax. Okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know. See, that's what I love about sales. You know, it's not yeah. just reading a script. It's just telling how good something, telling somebody how they need something. Yeah. Oh, and that puts us into the next segment of our show. What's that? 
I don't know, but I just liked it. That was a decent segue <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm going to edit all that out until I get to that part. <laughs> it's great. All uh, the rest is getting cut. No, no, no. So, yeah, what do you do to make money then? How do you I, afford this fucking extravagant life of This yours? extravagant rock star lifestyle I lead has been paid for by telemarketing. Telemark. So, it's almost like COVID sped you up. I'm not on speed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on downers. No, uh, I've been a very successful telemarketer for decades. Literal decades. You know, Sean, I got out of school, right? Mm-hmm. High school. And I went and got a job. Mm-hmm. First job, because I didn't want to go to college. I was like, I fucking hated school. Yeah. School sucks. Not for everyone. I'm going to get a job. Yeah. So I got a job at Target, unloading trucks at three in the morning. Damn. And it sucked. Now, I'll tell you about when I worked at Target in New Braunfels. Uh-huh. I was a horrible employee because I would get there. I'd show up late all the fucking time. Yeah. 3 a.m. It's unload trucks. And then we'd, we'd, we'd take the stuff from the trucks and then we'd go put it on the shelves, right? Yeah. Stockers, flow team, they call it. So I would only ever work in the toy section. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm Boom. A, I'm the toy guy, right? And then if somebody ever came up to me in Target and they're like asking for help with something, like, yeah, do you yeah, see no that? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. I'm a salesman. Yeah, do you see that gentleman over there with the, with the red shirt and the khakis? Uh-huh. He'll be able to help you out. And just send them to somebody else. Yeah. Like, I just play with toys all day. And eventually I got fired for like nine no-call, no-shows or something. There you go. And At I least like, they gave you nine. They gave me a lot. They gave yeah. me a lot. And then I discovered the lucrative world of phone sales. Uh-huh. And uh, I started telemarketing. Yeah. I was raising money for, for state troopers. Right. Oh yeah, I it, got those fucking calls yeah. when I was. I remember yeah, those calls. Late nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. all scams. Yeah, I would scam. just tell them like, I don't care about the cops. I'm not because you get the little sticker. Yeah, you get a sticker. You, you get, get a decal. sticker on the thing. They're it. like, that way the cops know the use of. I'm like, I don't care. They would always say in those offices. Cause I worked a couple jobs that did that. They would always tell you, don't make it sound like they're gonna get that you know they, they, they won't get pulled over yeah because they can still get pulled oh, over yeah you can't sell it like that my buddy that's a cop told me only the meth heads are the only ones that ever got those fuck he's like whenever i see those stickers in the backs of a car uh-huh. he goes man i was on fucking alert right like, watch <laughs> would, that motherfucker call yeah. for a silent backup <laughs> you know what Jesus i mean like, Christ. yeah yeah because if you're putting that on your car for one it's like in those jobs, telemarketing people don't trust salespeople that call yeah. you. I can tell you that. If they call you at home or on your cell phone, yeah. nine times out of ten, it's a fucking scam. Yeah. It's still a scam. It's always been a scam. It's yeah. always been a scam. I've done some serious scam work on the phones. Mm-hmm. But I was always just a phone jockey. I'm just collecting a paycheck. You know, yeah. I'm not the guy getting all the real money. But like those state trooper things, like maybe a penny... Two yeah, pennies uh, out of like, every dollar yeah. would go to that. Yeah. The majority of it's going to whoever owns the fucking company. Yeah, it's like you know? one to two percent is going to yeah, go towards, yeah. you know. More goes towards buying those stupid decals than actually goes <laughs> to the fucking the, yeah. the fraternal order of police yeah. or whoever the fuck that. I oh, wonder man. if that shit still has people calling for it. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's, I'm, I bet you now it's just a scam website you go to. I mean, I like, have oh, a, I'm, I'm, I got a, I got three ounces of speed. I got to move across Texas. Let me look this up. Fraternal order of police. Buy the sticker. Put it on the car. We're good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I guess it probably is a probably is a website now. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. So you, can I can I tell all my stories of telemarketing? Yeah, yeah. Since I want to hear. Here? Let's see. I like uh, my my. Uh, I want to do uh, my favorite one you've ever told me, which is going to be while you were in Florida working for. Which one? Which the time? most, the most amazing people. What? Uh, when you let made me start a, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me start just, at the beginning. I'll get start there with, with. I'll get there very quickly. Let's just start with the age of one. We're gonna start with the age of eighteen. 
All right, I, I quit Target and I went to work for the raising money for the Fraternal Order Police. Okay. Now, uh, where was that? That was here. It was in New Braunfels, Texas. Okay. So the thing about that job is it was weird because this was the only job I ever had like this. Yeah. Where you literally had to read every word. You couldn't ad lib at all, in that you couldn't say and or or interchangeably. You know what I mean? Any, yeah. it said across the top of the script, and I don't remember like what all my scripts were in the 20 years of doing this shit, but one thing I will always remember is any willful deviation from the script will result in immediate termination. That's, that's funny. That's the exact verbiage. I was like, holy shit. So we just had to read the script. And so I had fun with it. So I'm like, wait, all I got to do is read this and I get paid money? And I'm 18. Like 18-year-old yeah, Adam was like, this is fantastic. Yeah, and the fact that you're... You can't really deviate. Doesn't mean it, it makes it easier. Yeah, all like, you have oh, to do is read that. Sale because well, I read what you wanted me to make. Right. You know, and so that's where I learned the the joys of voice inflection and yeah. the way dramatic pauses. Yeah. In between words. Uh huh. For no reason. I agree. Stuff like that, and yes. so. I would read it in like the voice of The Rock because I was really big into wrestling. Uh huh. Like oh blah 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 blah. Like I was a wrestling guy, yeah. you know. And so this, all of the stuff that I've done over the years in terms of like being on stage and, and yeah. being like a showman comes from years of telemarketing. Like telemarketing yeah. is what what gave me this. It's like an acting gig. Oh yeah, no, I I see that entirely. I think that's why I'd be terrible at it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like I'm not an actor. I'm more you of just, a big picture kind of guy. You just need to talk, Sean. You just need to talk. I mean, it'd be great to get a camera in front. Of, that's why it's good. That's why this is good for you because you can just talk into a box. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I, and it's not even really a box. It's 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 a microphone. It's a cylinder. It's a, it's, if I was just talking to a box, it'd be weird. Like, hey, like come into my studio, and I'm just talking into a box. This is better because it's like cock shaped, so you get to have something yeah. cock shaped right in front of your mouth. Very, f uh, what's that called? Freudian. 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 It's not phallic. It's not Sigmund it's Freud. A it's a phallic symbol. <laughs> it's a what? Phallic symbol. <laughs> okay, that's what you're saying there. Yeah, Freudian slip. It's phallic a Freudian symbol. phallic signal. Yeah. Well, I mean, if this is a penis up. at this point, I'd be like, nah, whatever. Whatever. I'll suck it. So, so anywho, from that job, I moved to Florida. And the reason I moved to Florida is my dad had moved to Florida. Okay. And he's like, hey, Adam, do you want to come live in Florida? I'm like, ah, maybe. I was staying on my mom's couch, right? And I was staying yeah. at my other friend's house, like on the futon. So I would just like switch back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go to Florida. He's like, well, you'll have your own room with a bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'll be in Florida. I'm in. Let's do That's this. That's honestly, I went to Florida whenever mm -hmm. I was like 20 something. For a bed? Well, essentially, yeah. I was like, I'm about to be out of work for three months. Right. Like, we have a room and a bed for you in Florida. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll be right there. Free room and board? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's I still it. woke up drunk on the beach quite a bit. Right. Yeah. That's what you should. You're a drunk back yeah. then, Sean. I was never really a drunk. Oh, I'm more it. of a drunk now than I ever have so in So you're, you're living at your dad's? Living at my dad's in Florida. Immediately <laughs> got a job telemarketing, right? Yeah. And it was some shitty job like raising money for whatever, whatever, yeah. for cops and shit. And I met some interesting people there I'm still in contact with. And then I got another job that was at a Century 21 Kitchen. Some bullshit. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Not important. Yeah. But eventually, these two jobs landed me a position at a little place called Bleep. We're not going to say the name of the place. Uh, it was a magazine sales yeah. office. Magazine, magazine sales. subscription. We're getting to where you want to go. Yeah. So here's the funny thing about magazine subscriptions. They call you up over the phone. At least in my experience in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. I did not... We did not offer the magazines that they wanted. Yeah. 
but I didn't care. I just yeah. tell them that we offer those magazines. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you call them up, like, oh, can I get Rolling Stones? You're like, yes, yes you can. Yes, you can. Absolutely, we have Rolling Stones. Do yeah. you want Maxim? We have Maxim, too. How yeah. about Hustler? Yeah. We didn't have any of those magazines. Yeah. I just wanted them to say yes so I would get paid. Um, so when I got this job, I go into this room. It's about a room as big as this 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 area we're in now. Yeah. There's like three guys in there with phone books and, and hand dialing the phone. That's what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And I go talk to the, the boss guy, and, and, and he's like some Italian dude. And I had like green hair at the time. And when I showed up, I was wearing like a silk shirt and green hair because I'm fucking classy. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck? But yeah. he hired me. You know, he hired me because I, I got the I would have hired you. So in the first week working there in this little bitty room, uh, the boss, the big boss, we'll call him G. G yeah. came in, and he's like, listen, guys, I just want you to know something, okay? Everything we're doing is legit. It's on the level. We just don't have our licensing yet, okay? We just don't have our licensing. So if the police show up, we're a construction company. Run like hell. Everything's on the line. Everything's on the on the level. We're all fine. But we're a construction company, you understand? And we're like, yeah, sure, G, whatever, man, whatever, boss. I didn't give a shit. I just kept that on the phone, right? Yeah, yeah. So this place was run by these... Hey, these wait. So did you have like a call list that you were going through or y'all were like legit with like the, the phone book? It started out legit with the phone book. That's funny. Calling, selling that's magazines. Old, that's some... That's, that's like old school shit. You're like dude. you're like a, a you're like a grandfather, dude. You could like tell newbies like, no, no, no. You think you guys got it fucking difficult? They have that at my job now. I do tell the newbies. Yeah. I, I every month I have to tell all the newbies stories about my phone oh, experience and shit. So no, dude, this was the wild west. Like you don't understand. <laughs> Just imagine the the area the, like phones. Yeah. In the and late nineties, and it wasn't regulated the same way. Like totally unregulated. Yeah. So. People didn't have many cell phones. Cell phones were still yeah. few and far between. Nobody had fucking caller ID. This was before caller oh, ID. Yeah, it starts sixty nine, but you didn't get a number. So, yeah, so the phone just rang and they'd get the number maybe, but it didn't say who it was, yeah. you know? And so, okay. In this particular magazine office I worked, it grew very quickly, very mm-hmm. rapidly. It was like there was a lot of money going into it for some reason. Yeah. We went from three guys to six guys in overnight. And we went from six guys to 24 guys. We went from this one small office to now we got the whole floor. <laughs> like, okay. And so there's like 40, 50 employees in there, right? There was a point. I was a manager. In there. I worked there for like three years. I was a manager at one point, And I would just walk around stoned off my ass and tell people to dial the phone. That's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. But uh, were you like the, ever the closer? Oh, I was always. Well, they the were like, they were like, hey, he's coming in hot, but we can't quite get him there. He's on the fence. What do you got for us? Yeah, give him the closer. Put the closer on the line. Get Von on. Recco, Recco. Yeah. That's what they yell. You ever seen the uh, Boiler Room? <laughs> yeah, Recco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot like Boiler Room. That's that movie is no joke. Um, so what was I getting at? Uh, some of the stories of this fucking. You were the place. manager. I was the manager. It, it was fun. The the guys that owned the place, they were Italian gentlemen, mm-hmm. right? And. If you've been to Florida, South Florida, absolutely, it's full of Italian people from New York and New Jersey and, and Dominicans. And there's a lot of Dominicans too. Nobody really from Florida. I lived there for ten years. I yeah. probably met twelve people that were literally from Florida. Yeah. Everybody was from somewhere else. So what you learn about Italians in the Northeast is they all act like the Sopranos. They all act like fucking Ray Liotta and Goodfellas. Yeah. So everybody acts like they're in the mob, you know, and. I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't put two and two together. But so, so this place, it got really big. Um, they, the owners also owned like halfway houses for drug addicts. Oh, yeah. Those are, mo- those are, you know, Florida, uh-huh. fun fact, uh-huh. has one of the biggest 
turnarounds for rehabs and halfway houses like in in i mean i mean like uh scams for insurance companies which is, i'm sure is you know what i mean but <laughs> yeah. like but like florida oh, is dude. known for that yeah people were in because of this this was the yeah. early, this is when this shit yeah. was in its heyday yeah, yeah like yeah. these guys there would be people there'd be blood on the floor in the bathroom because people were shooting dope in the fucking bathroom they would somebody would be great on the phone they would hustle like shit and then payday would happen and they'd vanish for like a week Oh yeah, and they'd show back up, and we're like, okay, we know he was on a fucking crack binge, yeah, but we need the fucking sales. Come on in, it's a revolving fucking door. So I was one of the few people there that wasn't a drug addict. So I got yeah. asked a lot, like, what, what are you? What, what's your drug of choice? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm stoned, but that's I like it. money. People were like amazed that I wasn't a drug addict. Yeah, but I, I'll say this though. When I was like 19 doing this, yeah. and I'd meet like 16-year-olds that were addicted to crack cocaine, yeah. and their life it's, was so fucked up, I'm like, I'm well, never going to do that. Yeah. I'm never. I'm, I'm not. not, I'm, I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm not going to go off of your 16-year-old example. So so here is the fun thing about, uh, about calling in the time of no caller ID. Mm-hmm. So we got to a point where it wasn't just you know, calling from the phone book. We had a computer screen in front of yeah. us and it had people's names and numbers on there, their addresses. We'd have all of their information. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm calling you. You're, I'm, you're blind to me. Yeah. I'm just a voice over the phone. Yeah. You answer the phone because the phone rings in your house and you pick the phone up. There's nothing that tells you who it is. Yeah. And we have all of your information. So we'd have fun with it, you know? We'd call people up and say, hi, can a like lady answers, for example. Can I speak with Dale? Oh, Dale's not in. Okay, is this, is this Dale's wife? Yes, yes, it is. Well, ma'am, uh, this, is, this is Pete down at Jim's video. And we've been trying to get in touch with your husband, Dale. He has a, he's quite a few videos that are out, and they've oh, been out funny. for a long time. I mean, ma'am, at this point, we're not even concerned about late fees. We just want him to bring them back. And they're like, are you sure? Like, yes, ma'am. We This is Dale Watkins, correct? Yeah, you give them the address. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what videos are they? Well, Big Black King Dong, <laughs> Anal Devastation 16, <laughs> and Three Girls for One Old Man. <laughs> and they'd be like, no, my husband didn't rent those. Like, ma'am, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, this I'm is... I'm just reading the words. This is Dale, Dale Watkins at 301 Elm Street, right? Yeah. Yep. So we would, you could just totally, I mean, we probably ruined marriages that way. Oh, that's funny. We call people up and say that we were from a pet store Mm -hmm. or a pet grooming company and that little Fluffy was ready to be picked up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we don't have a dog named Fluffy. Like, well, you're, you know, this is Irene Peters at at (laughs) 482 32nd Street, right? Right. Well, Irene, somebody needs to come pick up Fluffy. Like, we have rules. This is the third day that nobody's come to pick him up and we're going to have to put him down. It's so fucked up, dude. It's so oh, fucked up man. the shit we would do on the phones. That's terrible. Uh, so but also, you made, you made money while you were there, dude. I made peanuts, but somebody made money. Yeah. Um, I was there when nine eleven happened. I was on the oh, phones. Okay. That's how I heard about nine eleven because people started saying, "Hey, we're getting attacked. We're getting bombed. Yeah, and we're getting hung up on." And my buddy sitting next to me is like, "Either, either America's under attack right now, or that's the worst excuse to get hung up on ever." And everyone's doing it. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. So sure enough, 9-11. So, okay, I quit that job and I moved on. But after I quit that job and moved on, I got a phone call one day. And it was from an investigator. Mm -hmm. And he says, hey, I have some questions about this place you worked at. You worked here with G and J and their guys. And I'm like, nope, I don't know nothing. And I hung up. 
And so I looked for it like you were an Italian. Like, yeah. nope. I don't know. I don't nothing. know nothing. All right. Listen, that was Julie Two Fingers. I don't know nothing past that. All hey, right? listen, Julie's a crazy guy, and if he's gonna do what Julie's gonna do, it ain't on me. Julie Two Fingers will fuck you I up. I hardly know Two Fingers. He'll fucking shoot your mom. Only reason I know him is because I know the guy's only got two fingers left. Julie Two Fingers. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. So yeah, um, it turns out uh, as as things would go, this as most telemarketing jobs would go, this yeah. whole telemarketing thing we were doing was a scam. Yeah. Because we'd call people up and we'd say, hey, uh, do you approve us to charge the credit card ending in 3017 provided by marketing partners? We had people's credit card information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back then it was just hitting the button on a tape recorder. Yeah. So I'm not saying I did it, but people could edit what those things said very easily, right? Yeah. All you have to do is record some and not record other parts. Yeah. Well, it's like those phone calls I get now where they're like, hello, can you hear me? And then it's like, I'm not saying yes to this. Right. I, I don't think right, that right, that's right. a good idea. You know, I just, I'm just going to hang up now. I had a lady ask me just the other day if I was a robot. And I was like, no, ma'am. She's like, well, what's your middle name? I'm like, Scott? I don't, I've never been asked that on the phone before, <laughs> That's ma'am. funny. Yeah. I was like, I was actually kind of impressed that she yeah. thought I was a robot. What's your middle name? What's your middle? That's a good question to ask. Robots yeah. can't do that. Robots don't have middle names. Yeah. Robots are middle nameless. I guess nameless. that's true. That's like robot law. <laughs> robot no, law, no middle name. No robot shall no ever middle have name. middle name. No middle name. Oh man! So uh, that that job I worked for was uh, was actually, as it turns out, run by the mob. Run by the mob. The uh, the Gambino crime family, they're called. Uh huh. And uh, the the owner, who's a really nice older gentleman, it's a swell man, swell guy, lots of fancy jewelry. I ain't saying nothing about him. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. He's We're not going to say names. He's a good guy. So he gave us tuckies at Christmas. The owner was the capo of the Gambino crime uh-huh. family yeah. in South Florida. So he ran the whole yeah, shebang. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that's a big deal. Like, that's not just... Like, yeah. I know that guy. He's not your average head knocker. Nah, nah. He was your dick whacker, too. He was a dick whacker and a head knocker. I heard he helped... Whack the dick knock <laughs> yeah. at the guy that offed Gotti or the guy before Gotti or yeah. some shit like that. He was, yeah, he would have been involved in the, the, the whole one that Gotti killed to right, become to become who he is, yeah, who, yeah, who yeah. he was. Because Gotti was a, a big time mob boss, but right. he wasn't like he wasn't the head honcho until they, they some, until it, this group of guys whacked the guy family. in charge of him. I can't think of his name. Yeah, it was a whole shit show in New York. Like you can look at the video, not a video, but they have pictures of it. The five guys in trench coats all got out of the car at the same time. And so boom, 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 boom. I might have worked for one of those guys. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, so they end up getting pinched on. They were scamming like a security company like ADT or something like that yeah. with like buildings that weren't. Th- I don't know what it was, but it all came to light that all this stuff yeah. was part of their just they were double They were double billing. It was all like money laundering. Yeah. And so, I mean, me, I was just a phone jockey. All I did was work for my hourly and little pittance of commission to yeah. talk to people on the phone but behind it was this whole network occasionally i'd have to move a few bodies but you know other than that i was never i was never intimidated by those guys yeah but i knew like even i you know and i to think that i think they were real mob guys i was like no nah, i just thought all italians acted like that right yeah, yeah, yeah. but i knew to be respectful because yeah. there would be times at like 10 o'clock at night yeah. like mercedes would roll up and guys would get out in fur coats and i'm like it's florida and so I just need to be really respectful, yeah. you know? You just don't run your mouth to that. Yeah. yeah Try I mean, not to look at them in yes, the sir. eye. Yes, sir. No, sir. Absolutely, sir. Yeah. Get your glass of water, sir. Sure. And yeah. I mean, I was never really doing that, but yeah. in the moments I would walk by him, I was just really respectful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it turns out they were big deals. Yeah. That's when I, crazy. When I left, 
they they pulled me aside and they were like, uh, "So you're leaving?" I worked there for like three years. Yeah, and I was on the phones as manager, yeah. back on the phones and stuff. So you know a lot of stuff about us, right? No, they're like, "So uh, are you going to where are you going to work?" I'm like, "Oh, I got this job selling commodities now." They're like, "Are you going to work with Mikey?" I'm like, "No, I'm not <laughs> going to work with Mikey." They're like, "Okay." Just I, you know, we love Mikey. We just want to make sure he's not poaching our people. I'm like, okay, that's fine, yeah, no problem. And that was, you know, were it, you going to work for Mikey? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I would not good. lie to those men. Yeah. I would not lie to those men. All right, I, yeah. I would have told them. I would have fessed up and just yeah. been straight with them. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were always good to me. You know, they were always good. They were nice yeah. guys because I was on their side. I guess <laughs> you were making them money. I was on the fucking pay- payroll, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So yeah, I got out of the mob after being See, in it for three years. So Ben, think about it though. If like you were still working for him, mm-hmm. you'd be like. Like a, a low-ranking nobody still. Yeah, but I'd never but be made. Make a mon- yeah, I'm not no. Italian. No, you you would never be anybody for him. You'd yeah. just be the guy that, be like some guy. He's just some. I'm you just could some be the guy. Ice Man. You could have been a cold hard killer. Nah, it's all right. Fifteen hundred people. That's a lot, dude. It's a lot of people. It's a lot 1500. of fifteen hundred. All sorts of different ways too. The Ice Man. The Ice Man. I watched a little uh, interview with him a while back. Oh, the man. old interview, like the late nineties, early yeah. Whenever he had like no, no, like no emotion. remorse, no like, remorse, he's just no emotion. Like, no, it's just what I did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I killed people. I loved my family. I remember that's like what he said. It's like I loved my family and I just wanted to do good for them, so I killed a lot of people. Right? Yeah, he kept it separate, you know. Yeah. That is how you compartmentalize. All right, so from Florida. So so I was still in Florida. Yeah. From from the mob, I went and got a my you got a my, legit job? Got, so I got a maybe one of the most legit jobs you could have supposedly. Oh, this is the boiler room. This is the boiler. This is the boiler I room. I got a job selling commodities. I love this. This yeah. is my favorite story. This is your favorite story? Yeah, Even I mean, more just, than the mob? No, no, I like them both, but they really are all it's the same. All, it's all my story. It's all the same yeah. story. So uh, I got my my fed, my Series 3 federal license to yes. sell commodities. So Series 7, everybody's heard of Series 7. Series 7 is the license you need to sell stocks, like uh-huh. a stockbroker. Um, I didn't sell stocks. I sold commodities. So commodities are like physical products for those listening at home that don't know. Price of oil, price of gasoline, right? Yeah. Price of corn and fucking pork bellies and yeah. shit and gold. Yeah. That Dildos. That all counts on there. No, dildo's not a publicly traded commodity. Oh, no. why not? Because it's a, you don't use dildos to build bigger dildos. You know, maybe there's like plastic. what if there was a dildo bridge, but there's and not. It took millions of dildos to build the dildo bridge. Just to build one dildo bridge, you're not going to need a whole infrastructure to have a fucking trader on the market, Sean. That's true. You're 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 just indignifying the name of the markets. <laughs> so it sugar had to take this test. Big test. They had to like create like a book like this fucking thick. It's yeah. crazy. And it was all just numbers and shit, like shit that literally I never used. Yeah. And didn't understand, but I passed it the first time with an A because I'm a genius. You know, yeah. most people had to take it like six times. That's I nailed that shit, killed it. But uh, so what we were doing? Here's this one. And remember, the majority of the jobs I've had have been scams. Mm-hmm. So we were selling the price of oil and gasoline. Uh huh. That's what we were betting on. And all in stock investments, all investments, it's just betting. Yeah, that's all it is. It's no. betting. I know. I was just a bookie. Yeah, I was a bookie that was a pusher bookie. It's like, listen, sir. It's it, right now. It's March, okay, and we're going into summer soon, right? Now, let me ask you this, Mister Customer, sir: When do you think people drive more? Do you think they drive more in the March, the March, the oh, March? Oh yeah, in in springtime, yeah, or do you in the winter, or do you think they drive more when you come into the summer yeah. and it's vacation time? How many great family trips have you been on, Mister Customer, sir? Yeah. A ton of them, and you don't always want to fly; you want to drive. You might not know, but you might have noticed the price of gasoline always goes up in the summer. Yeah. So we're going to invest 
in commodities. Yeah. In the price of gasoline right now, now in March. Right yeah. now. And as the price goes up into the summertime, that's money in your pocket, sir. Ten grand, please. And they do it. That's amazing. And they made a lot of money. Yeah. But it was all a scam. Yeah. All fe- federally licensed investments like that, still scams. Yeah. Dude, in this place, I had the fucking feds show up. Like the federal fucking FBI was showed up mm-hmm. with guns and shit. Yeah. And like we'd have to just like sit there and wait. We're like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just dialing the phone. Oh, God. So many things I've been involved with. Did you keep working after that? After the feds show up? I mean, they didn't. They don't shut you down. They never shut us down. They were like, look, we're looking for something. We know it's here, but we don't know exactly what it is. Call Gibbons over here. Gibbons can find anything. Let me, let me Gibbons ex- didn't find anything, so you kept your job. Let me explain an uh, investment scam. Right? Yeah, these, these, these are the fun ones. Here's how this works. So hey, you can just call me on the phone. I want to be a part of this investment scam. You, I'll be the sucker you rope in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Hello, Mister. Yeah, this is him. This is uh, Mister. Uh, Mister Rife. Hey, Mister Rife. Let's use your real name. <laughs> so yeah, Mister Rife. I see that you've looked into investments in the past. Uh huh. We're gonna invest in gasoline. Yeah. So I want you to give me ten grand. You got it. Okay. So I have your ten grand. Yeah. Now here's what we're gonna do. The prices of the market, they fluctuate very quickly. Throughout the course of the day, it can yeah. s- jump High through the volatility. roof. volatility. Exactly. The volatility is, is it's out it's of this good. world. It's, yeah. And the volatility is good. That's yeah. how we make money. Yeah. I, like, I like where you're going with this, Mr. Ryan. Uh-huh. So you invest 10 grand, but we want to protect it. Mm-hmm. We want to put some protection on there. So we're going to put what's called a stop loss mm-hmm. at $7,000, meaning if this drops down, if by some strange twist of fate... <laughs> It yeah. drops down to seven grand. We're going to sell out immediately, and we're going to protect that seven grand. Do you like the sound of that? I like it because okay. I still have $7,000. Right. Well, right now, you have 10000 that you just gave me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to take 20% of that. Yeah. Okay. And then the rest is going in the market, right? Bam, it's in the market. da 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 Hey, hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me answer this call. Oh, my God, Sean. Mr. Rife. Yeah. The big trader is in the office right now. And he's never here. So I asked him, because he's a personal dear friend of mine, if he could talk to one of my clients, just one of my clients, to help him out mm-hmm. with that insider edge. Shh. Yeah. Hold on for one second, Mr. Rife. Click. Mr. Big Man answers the phone. Mr. Big Man says, Mr. Rife, mm-hmm. give me $100,000. Yeah. And you say, okay. You got it. Right. So we have all this money in the market. And we take our 20%. And the market drops in like yeah. a day, in like an hour. His ten grand's worth seven grand, so we sell out. His hundred grand is worth eighty grand, so we sell out. We protected this much money. Let's reinvest it, yeah, so that we can get it back. You say okay. We reinvest it. We take our twenty percent again, and then it drops. Then we sell out, and we reinvest it, and we take oh, our twenty percent, yeah, again. It's a great little racket, man. I'm glad I got out of that because I had a, I had no conscience at the time. But whew. yeah, no, but that is that's that's pretty much the, the premise of the boiler room. Yeah, that's what boiler rooms are about. If somebody calls you to get you invest in stuff, oh yeah, don't not, do it. Yeah, and listen, man, it's it's not even that just like on the low level because we were low tier, you know, yeah. like we were the little guys that that like the cops would show up and knock on our doors and like the regulators would show up at. But like the big guys, like we fought hard to be legit, to actually be part of the big guys, yeah. like the, the multinational companies. Yeah. And at one point, we got in with one of the biggest companies in the industry, right? A couple years later, 
the CEO of that huge yeah, financial of the institution legit one. of the legit place. Yeah. He got pinned for embezzlement, like billions of dollars. Yeah. And so he tries to kill himself in his car with the fucking gas tank in the... Uh, oh, the, man. The, Who the, was that? That wasn't Madoff, was it? No, no, no. It was no. some other guy. But the point is, yeah, we weren't just the bad guys. Everybody in that industry yeah. is the fucking bad yeah. guys. No, I agree. It's great. I mean, like, the word Ponzi scheme mm-hmm. was because the dude's last name was Ponzi. Did you know that? Like, his name was yeah. Ponzi. So, so it's called a Ponzi but, scheme. Yeah, but then, but then the guy that... The next, the, the best deal for Ponzi's ever, like the next best one, right. was fucking made off. And he made off. And he made the fuck off. It's insane. I mean, he's dead now. He just, like, whatever. He had a badass life until he was like, oh, I'm caught. Fucking dead. Yeah. And he had a heart attack. I'm sure he was assassinated. It could I have mean, been. honestly, not even because he, like, knew too much, but because, like, somebody he, was like, fuck this somebody's guy. Somebody's like, you took yeah. lots of money yeah, from you me. You took $300 million from me, but I still have half a billion. Yeah. But I'm gonna, and it only takes 50 grand to kill you. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. so, yeah, I got more than that, buddy. Six grand if you want a slappy job. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, I did that for, like, seven years. Yeah. And I didn't pay taxes on it. Yeah. So I still owe the government, like, 60000 Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm paying them off as I go. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. So, yeah, that was a... That was all like your twenties. Yeah, that was my twenties. That was the entirety of my twenties. Yeah, and then you were back in. uh, I was back in Texas, and then I had a kid, and then uh, the world turned into a nightmare. And now you sell. I sell legit. I sell legit. Yes, now, Mister Rive. Yeah, now you're legit. I love it. Now, if you call and look for investors, it's for real. No, I don't call (laughs) and look for investors anymore. I sell a product to a niche market. That has a, 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 a de- definitive need for the product. Uh-huh. There are competitors in the marketplace, but our product literally is better than everybody else's. It's the best labia reduction product made out there. You're the not going to find one that's going to get your labia smaller. Yeah. Even if you have like a ginormous snatch. biggest labia ever. Uh huh. We'll shrink that bitch We're down. Get it down. We'll make her kissable soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we should just be making commercials, Sean. That would be pretty good. So, uh, your reduction science is at a peak, sir. We're, we're looking for 10,000 minimum. That's going to get you 10,000 shares of Lady Be Gone. Well, <laughs> well, I did sell the sex wipes for a while, too. Yeah, that's right. You were looking for investors for sex wipes. That's my last investment job. But this one, yeah. I actually get I get taxed, which is a good thing. Yeah, I know. I get insurance. Yeah. Right? I get a 401k. Yeah, that's badass. And then and like the people actually like the product and stay. Yeah. And I get residuals. So I have residuals off people that signed up like five years ago. Oh, So I'm okay. still getting paid off. It's good. Yeah. It's a good... It's like... This is like my favorite job. And now, because of coronavirus... I have to work from home. Yeah. Which oh, I no. was working from home beforehand anyways. Yeah. But still, got to work from home and it's perfect. Well, but now you don't have to ever drive into the office. Yeah. Like ever. before they were making you drive in like once a month. I drive in a couple days a month, right? Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I don't got to drive to Austin ever. I just yeah. sit at home all the time in yeah. pajama pants or no pants at all. Yeah. Their whole day. It just depends if your kid's home or not. Really. Yeah. If the kid's not around, I will dial the phone all day but with naked. my dick hanging on the, pa- on, the, on, the, on the chair, you know? <laughs> and nobody cares and nobody knows. Yeah, you and don't I'm tell talking, them. No, don't tell no, 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 no. I'm talking to this yeah. old lady saying the Bible belt while I'm sitting there with my cock out. It's fantastic. This is oh, what I love about telemarketing, Sean. You can be whoever you want. Yeah. You, you with your voice, yeah. portray the image that you want them yeah. to receive. You I've, do this now. You I, get it. I've always wanted to try it. I just don't think I'd be any good, at, especially when it comes to reading a script, because uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a strong reader yeah. at all. 
you know. So it'd I be can like, read anything and make it sound sexy. I, I like know that. you are. You're very good at it. I like it. I appreciate I need glasses. That. It's a, it's oh, here's talent. some good information. It is a violation of federal law mm-hmm. to use this product in a manner inconsistent with its labeling. There you go. For outdoor use, I want to know only. I want to know what you're else you're going to use that candle for. Never leave any burning candle unattended. <laughs> There you go. Do not use water to extinguish. Oh, it's too wet. Now it just sounds disgusting. Now it just sounds dirty. Uh, to reduce annoyance of mosquitoes, use one or more candles in still air. I just love reading shit, Sean. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, see, that's where I'm I, I'm not very good at that. So it just big fan. turns into a shit show for me. I, I would call people up and be like, hey. Oh, wait. Say name here. Oh, no. I'm Sean. You're not Sean. And then it, then I wouldn't sell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get that call. <laughs> they would just hang up. I would like, oh, I'm not buying this sack of shit. I answer pretty much every telemarketing call I get. Yeah. And when I answer them, I do it like this. <laughs> do you do the voice? Mm-hmm. I don't answer Hello? any of them. Why are you calling my phone? <laughs> if, they, if they're asking for Adam, I'm like, you have the wrong number. You were calling me during my stories. <laughs> Do you understand that I thought you were my grandchild? <laughs> Are you my grandchild? Trying no. to make him feel as bad as oh, possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you got the IRS scam call? I think that all IRS calls to me are legit because I owe them a lot of no, money. The IRS will never call you. No? <laughs> no, okay. IRS does not make calls. But no, I, I've tried. My, I, one time I got an IRS scam call and mm-hmm. I ran in here as fast as I could while I had them to on the try phone. To record it. And I was like setting it up and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, dude. I'm totally down. I'm like, yeah, I, okay. Are you right? I, oh, no, I owe you money. And and then they fucking hung up on me. So Why that, would they hang up? How can you not keep a tell? You're doing something wrong to not I, keep a telemarketer I on the phone. I think they just knew that, like, I, they just knew I was, I knew, they knew that I knew that they were full of shit. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I was way too gung ho about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. But, mm-hmm. and that's, you got to play it cool. Yeah. You got to play it cool. If you want to say argue the phone, with them. Yeah. See, that was the problem, is I should have argued. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't owe you any money. You know, prove it. Prove it. And then you got them. Because yeah, because if you're like I've gotten these calls before and it really does concern me, they're gonna be like, Nah, you don't. You're not yeah. buying this shit. Yeah. I wonder who buys that. You know, but my mom like she answers the telemarketing calls and yeah. she's like, I can't believe the blah blah. I'm like, Mom, it's it's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's all a scam. Yeah. No, this is the thing about like same thing about my mom. You know, whenever you're looking on something on your phone, and you're on a web page you probably shouldn't be on, and a little thing automatically pops up yeah. says your phone has been infected with yeah. a virus. Press OK to get clearance. No, Sean, X out of the fucking screen. That's that all you got to do. Happens on pornography. I know. But but you know Just what I mean? Saying, no, no, no. Yeah, I've totally seen that all the time. I see that but frequently. My, that happened to my mom, so I don't know what she was doing. But uh, she, pornography. she got on. She's like, yeah, so I got this thing, and I pressed OK. And I was like, why'd you press OK? You never press OK. Never trust anything. You just hit the X. Uh, that's that your X. That's yeah. on your thing, and you close out the screen. You're it's good. It's it's always a scam. Like it's all a scam. Yeah, moms are crazy. But I mean, I've never been in one of those jobs where it's like you know, I've never done a sales job where I was like acting like I was the IRS or anything. Yeah. I mean, I lied about what magazines they had. Yeah, and whether they were going to really make money, but I was, you know, I'm not one of those those, and I've always wondered, like, I've never come across those jobs. You'd think, no, with yeah. the amount of phone sales I've done, I'd be able to come across like the real, legit, just total bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to start one of my own if I really wanted to do that. Yeah, 
No, you know what? You, you know, you, you never have you ever met someone that's done collections? Mm, yeah, that's a whole nother realm. I've never done collections. It's got to be crazy because uh, yeah, I mean, your ass is on the line with that because it's money that you you're you're paying for. Who? Like as well, like so. If you're like if you're the collecting company, mm-hmm. you know, you buy the debt for like pennies on the dollar, right? In the hopes that you get a dollar for your dollar back right, from yeah, the yeah. person and. You know, they, those guys can get kind of shady. I've had them like threaten to break my arm before and shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'd get them going over the phone. I didn't give a fuck. That's fantastic. You know. See, yeah. I've never done the thing where I had to like be like, "Look, motherfucker, you owe us money." Yeah. Like I don't give a shit. I don't care about your sick baby. Yeah. I don't care about your mama with Rona. Like, give yeah. us our fucking money. Yeah. They you will. Got, they'll get shitty with you. You got six hundred bucks. Give me that six hundred bucks. <laughs> All right. You fucking owe more than that. Yeah. If you give me six hundred bucks and I'll just break a toe, I would be good at that. I there was well, there was that. one guy who was he was really really nice in the beginning, and he just kept going, and then it just got to the point where he like realized that I wasn't gonna pay mm-hmm. him. And I didn't give a fuck. I was like, dude, I, honestly, man, I'm not gonna give you all any money. Like right now, not at all. I kind of love when people stay on the phone with it as a telemarketer, being from my end of things. Uh-huh. When somebody stays on the phone and argues, it's like, what's the point? I'm like, really, all you have to do for this to end is hang up. up. It's all you got to do. But you're choosing to stay on the phone and be mad. Yeah. And I I really do kind of love... It's just like a simple pleasure. Probably one of the reasons I've been a telemarketer for so long is when somebody gets pissed off at you. Yeah. And it's like, you're mad. You're so mad right now. And this does not affect my day at all. But do they still get mad at you now? It's more niche anyways. Yeah, sometimes. So it's like just more of an office call. Yeah. I mean, you are. You're calling like nine to five. Right. Is your hours. Yeah. Same just calling offices i only call businesses now yeah businesses that are open during those hours yeah it's great hmm. the labia business the labia business the labia business well that's that's all that uh that's all that i want to record with you well You're good a person hey i do have to ask one question because i well it doesn't really matter i haven't done it for this season but if you could ha- not have a kid would you do it no nah. no i having a kid i love being a father Oh man, it's it's great for me. He's, this is where you and I are so different. It's a mini me, dude. He's like a <laughs> miniature me. He's yeah, into he all is. the. It, it's cool. I mean, other than like horror movies, if I want to talk to somebody about Mario, yeah, or Final Fantasy, or yeah. like Batman, I just go talk to my kid, and he's like in awe of the knowledge. He's like like a sponge. He's like taking it all in. Like yeah. he's learning the history of fucking Darth Vader and like. I try not to teach him about the prequel the prequel trilogy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's great. Being a father is a ton of fun. Ugh. He's a little shit around me, but all the other parents, like anytime he's anywhere I else. I know. He's such a lovely kid. Actually, he's he's kind of a shit around me, but that's because I say terrible things to him. You do. But you call yourself Uncle Touchy. <laughs> you, you said I just right. want to tickle him all the time. I don't know why. For hours Uncle on Uncle Tickles is Uncle here. Uncle Tickles is here, kid. <laughs> No, but whenever he was going to the school, you know, the backyard yeah, school yeah. thing, um, yeah. you know, he was super happy and like smile a lot. And it made me happy to see him happy. So he's a good kid. He's a happy kid. He's a good, happy kid. Well, good deal, man. I appreciate you coming in. Well, thanks, thanks for having me, Sean. No problem. I, I, I guess we're done. Yeah, this is it. It's pretty unceremonious. Yeah. Really over. Right. Dun, dun. But it sounds so lovely because the music kicks on and it is whole thing. I I'll start. I'll, about, I'll start the music. I didn't even talk about my kid half the time. I was talking about telemarketing. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm telling you, man. It's yeah, just parents won't shut up. It's yeah, not it's about true. your kids. It's not about my kids. It's just parents. And actually, kids. you don't even have to be a parent to be on the show. Well, that's just kind of false advertising. I know, but Christians it, don't it like gets that. them in the door. That's all that matters. All right, have a good night, everybody. Okay, go for it. Now.
Thank you for wasting your time and listening to Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Okay, say it again and say it a little bit slower. Wait, how, how slow? Just a little bit slower. Okay. Thank you for wasting your time and listening to Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Awesome. Fortunately, I have the key to escape reality. And you may see me tonight with an illegal.